It's time to talk MTCS sports. It's Cougar Corner, fueled by Chick-fil-A and Donut Country. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at TOA.com. We're joined by Middle Tennessee Christian School coaches to talk about their most recent games and their upcoming opponents. It's time to talk orange and white on MTCS Cougar Corner. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome in to MTCS Cougar Corner right here on News Radio WGNS Primetime Sports. BJ Robertson joins us uh, to talk some Cougar football here this morning. And, Coach, uh, man, you took on a tough Bulldogs team last night who uh, has has been building a pretty good tradition. Um, they improved to five and one with the thirteen seven win, but uh, gosh. Have to feel pretty good about the fight your kids had in in them last night, uh, scoring late and onside kick to try to give yourself a chance to win that one. Yeah, um, you know we we uh, the first half we didn't we didn't play very well at all. Um, came out pretty flat. Um, and, you know, going in at halftime, I told the kids, I said, look, you know, good thing about football is 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 you get a second chance, you get a, you get a second half and. I told them let's just go out there and give ourselves a chance to win, and and you know we we played a lot better in the second half, and and we fall uh, fall to adversity, and and we did give our give ourselves a chance to win, and and I was very proud of the fact that we didn't didn't quit, and and we came out and we fought hard, and and gave ourselves put ourselves in a in a situation where where we did have a chance. You know, some things that happen with, within the course of a game sometimes are hard to to. Um, I guess get over and and put aside and to me a safety in football is one of those <laughs> and you had that uh, in the in that first quarter it just seems to kind of get everything out of kilter every time I've seen it it's it's changed the 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 way the game looks or the way the game has gone what are your thoughts on that I know you uh, Cornersville had one of, of those last night yeah we had a bad snap um, you know over the punter's head and and they ended up getting the safety and. You know, I, I thought we bounced back pretty well from it. I mean, what you know, I don't think that they scored after we after we kicked it off. Um, but yeah, sometimes that can just get things out of whack and get everybody out of whack, and it just kind of you know it can kind of go go against you sometimes. Um, but I think we did a good job not letting not letting it go against us. Um, I mean, really, it could have been worse. They definitely could have scored on it. So um you know two giving them two points was better than than the situation that it could have been yeah well that, and that's kind of where i wanted to go with that because um a lot of times you know not only do they get the two points but they get the ball back and it's usually in decent field position and that can lead to a score and you can, you all kind of hunkered down so uh and and the the score didn't happen until their next score until the second quarter so um, you know, I, I guess you're pretty pleased with the with the way that transpired. It was better than it could have been. I guess we're talking. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, you know, you know, first thing could have went wrong. They could have they could have recovered it in the end zone instead of you know the safety, um, and then you know stopping them after having to punt from the the twenty, um, and them having a really good field position. That was a big big stop for us um, <clears throat> instead of them going down and scoring. So. You know, giving them two and then stopping them, that, that was is a lot better than the situation that, that could have happened. Yeah, it, and it's its one of those things in football that maybe only happens to you once every couple of years or maybe once a year. I don't know what the statistic is, but it's its rare. And I guess that's another thing that makes it uh, 
just just kind of interesting yeah it is i mean you know you don't you don't see it a whole lot you know when it does happen it's it's kind of you know you just kind of bounce back got to try to bounce back from it and, and and roll with it yeah and and being on both sides of that you know and 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 last night uh was one of those one of those chances uh, you know two nothing was the score until very late in the first half and um you know, um, the, the the Bulldogs did find the, the end zone with about five and a half minutes or so left. But to me, Coach, um, that score with just seconds left in that first half really changed a lot of things, didn't it? It did. And, you know, because we had a chance to stop them there and and, um, and we didn't. Um, and just just them scoring right there, it was, it was tough, tough for us to, to kind of – you know, it was kind of defeating a little bit in a sense of, you know, you got to kind of had them stopped and then and they, they ended up, you know, punching it in. Um, but, uh, but, you know, that was kind of the way the first half went. We just were, were real flat and then just didn't play well the first half. Well, defensively, you pitched the uh, shutout last night against a really good uh, Cornersville team. So let's let's talk a little bit about that. Um, you know, I, I guess it was was it a tale of two halves for you. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely was. Like I said, the first half was not very well. You know, we didn't play well at all. And then the second half, we come out. I don't, I don't, they didn't score in the second half. Um, you know, we came out and, and played a lot more physical. We played a lot more discipline. Um, you know, tackling, we tackled a lot better in the second half. Um, and that, that's really, you know, like you said, it was a tale of two halves. Um, second half, we, we came out and played good football. Um, Let's see. Uh, defensively, um, looks like uh, Eli Wilson had uh, uh, a pretty good night for you, uh, uh, along with others, but kind of leading the way for you on defense. Yeah, Eli had an interception. He had several tackles. Um, our D line they played they played well last night. Uh, Larry Watson, Callan Atkinson, um, Blake Bolin, Hayes Watson, um, Houston Beatty. We kind of got a, you know a lot of guys that rotate through and. All those guys played pretty well last night. You know, we're normally a three-man front. We ended up having to go to a four-man, um, and they they made that transition well and and played well. Um, uh, middle linebackers uh, Trey Harris and Blaine Heifel, uh, David Carey, they all played they played pretty well last night. Um, as far as just, I mean, because Cornersville, they 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 live off four yards in a cloud of dust. I mean, they just they'll run, 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 and, and you know it was a the guys inside the box, it was a it was a tough night for them just having to, you know, bang the entire night. So I, I thought they, you know, to play four quarters like that, they, they played well. And, and when you're presented with games like that, uh, keeping some kids fresh, I, I guess, is part of the challenge too, isn't it? Especially with us, you know, we, we don't have a, a whole lot of depth, you know, and, um, and, and keeping guys fresh is – is uh is something that we got to try to do and it's and it's hard but you know we did, I thought we did a good job and I thought and our guys are in pretty good shape too so you know it 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 helps when when they're in shape and and uh, like I said I thought we you know for the the type of game that we had to play last night I thought our, our guys in the box did a real good job is is that kind of why you went to the uh, four man front last night because you you knew that they were going to try to pound the football. Yeah, we you know we started in our three man and, and we just had to make a make an adjustment because the way you know that we knew that they were they were just going to run between the tackles and, and there was no you know that's just what the, what they do and so we like I said we made that adjustment and 
and our, our kids did pretty good as far as, you know, doing what they were supposed to and, and, and learning on the fly. Um, I was proud of that. B.J. Robertson here on Cougar Corner this morning as we talk about last night's football game with uh, Cornersville 13-7. to the final score with Cornersville getting the uh, the victory, but it was 13 nothing at halftime. And Coach, um, kind of piggybacking off what we were talking about, the, the second-half defensive effort gave your offense a chance in the second half. Absolutely. The defense played, you know, like we've been playing um, second half. They, they came out, um, played very tough. They tackled. They were flying around getting us the football. Um, and that, that they, they gave us a chance, definitely, uh, second half. Uh, let's talk about uh, how things went. A scoreless uh, third quarter, so it, it was kind of a, a defensive slugfest there. Did you have some opportunities in the third offensively? Um, yeah, yeah we, you know, offensively, we just kind of – we just never could get anything going. You know, we'd get a first down and, you know, we'd get a penalty or we'd get a big play, we'd get a penalty. Um, you know, we just we just kind of struggled to get in a flow and to get in a rhythm, um, and it just – you know, we just we were sloppy and we just we just couldn't get things going. And then finally, you know, the fourth quarter, not to get ahead of ourselves, but fourth quarter, you know, we we finally put a drive together. Um, you know, caught some balls and, and and had some good runs and and scored. Um, but it just took you know took way too long to get in a rhythm and get things going. Yeah, um, actually, had um, more offensive yards than. Um than uh, Cornersville did uh, last night. You uh, mixed the mixed it up quite a bit. It looks like 182 yards um, in uh, in total offense. I, I got my numbers wrong there, but uh, passing 126. Uh, so you did go and go to the air quite a bit last night. Yes, we did, and, and uh, you know, like I said, we we kind of we got behind the chains a lot, and and you know that. For, not that we don't pass it a lot, but it forces us to pass it a little more than than we than we could have. Um, and, and you know, getting behind the chains just really messes things up. Or you know, you get a big big play on second down and and get called back, or you get a false start, and you know, penalties just mess drives up. And it seems like last night we just kind of we had a lot of penalties and and just couldn't couldn't get a flow going, couldn't get a rhythm, and and kind of. Really, really shot ourselves in the foot last night. Well, let, let, let's kind of look at that a, a little bit because if you're trying to establish a run game and then you cost yourself five yards and a, you know, a third and two becomes a third and seven, it 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 changes a lot of what you can do, really, doesn't it? Yeah, you really kind of handcuffs a little bit as far as what you can do, uh, you know, because. And that happened a couple of times last night. We would be in a third and two or, you know, we'd get a false start or something would happen and then be third and seven. And then, you know, it's, it's a completely different, you know, column on the play sheet, you know, for, for third and two and third and seven. So just that, that, I think that was one of the main reasons that kind of, you know, we couldn't get going on offense was just, just, you know, things that we did to ourselves. And many times, uh, Penalties are, are weird because sometimes they can happen at, at times in games and, and it just be a five-yard penalty, but it just totally changes, you know, the, the, the drive. Um, so it, it wasn't necessarily the the uh, penalty yards, but it was where they happened and the number of them. Yeah, I mean, that, that's exactly right. You know, you know like, like we said, you know, third and two and third and seven is totally different, totally yeah. different, you know, 
uh, call them on the play sheet. You know, you just you don't call what you would call them third and two and third and seven. And you know, I think in a mindset as well, you know, you you're, as players you're sitting there at third and two, and and you know now we're backed up to third and seven, and you you're kind of deflated, and it's like you know we just went from fixing to get a first down, and now we got to really work to get a first down. Um, and I think that's that goes with the rhythm, dude. You know, you just can't. You when that happens a lot, you just can't get going, and and uh, it's just tough. And uh, you have to make the most of of your possessions against a team like uh, Cornersville. And I, I noticed that uh, they had the the football about twelve more minutes than you did in, in last night's game. So, uh, especially with a run oriented team, you, you've got to use your opportunities, don't you? Right, and we knew that going in that they were going to have the football most of the game because that's just that's how they always are, um, and then that's how they play the game. And and we knew that on offense that we were going to have to capitalize when we got the ball, and and then we didn't. And that's that's kind of the the story of the game. We just we we didn't capitalize when we got the ball, and they held the ball for a long time. BJ, uh, let's let's talk about uh, some of the offensive stars in last night's game. Uh, we'll start. At uh, quarterback, Aiden Hooper was 11 of 27, passing for 126 yards and a touchdown. What are your thoughts on his game? He played well last night. Uh, he threw the ball well. He was seeing things pretty good. Um, he actually ran the ball pretty good as well. I, I don't know how many yards he had, but he ran the ball pretty good last night. Uh, it's something we're trying to do a little bit more of. He's got some some pretty good legs as far as running it. So um, I, th- I thought he played he played well. Um, Especially, you know, with with the things that were, you know, the penalties and things like that, he he bounced back and and I thought he did a pretty good job. Yeah, he um, had close to forty yards on on seven carries uh, last night as well. So, um, it, when when you can develop that dynamic, you, you know, you you, um, uh, what, I guess a dual threat quarterback, if you will, right? Yeah, yeah, and then, and that's kind of what we we want to start doing a little more of. Um, and like I said, last night he did a, he did a good job of it. Um, I think he last night was more carries than he's got yet for us. So um, that's something we're trying, trying to work in, and, and, he, and uh, he did a good job. Um, let's see. His favorite targets last night were uh, Hunter Harris, three uh, receptions for 57 yards, and uh, Harrison Gant with four catches for 37 yards, and Jonathan Burns and – Aiden Nelson had a couple of catches in last night's game as well. So um seemed that he was seeing the field pretty well. Yeah, you know, those guys, you know, he, he doesn't – that's the thing about Aiden. Um, he, he just kind of – it doesn't really matter who the receiver is. He throws it. He'll throw it to anybody. And uh, and those receivers do, do, do a pretty good job of, of catching the football. So, um, yeah, he was seeing it well and, and getting, the, getting the ball to, to where we need to get it to. Well, let's uh, let, let's let's go to the the fourth quarter and and spend some time there because, um, you, you know, you did work to to get the score and had uh, close to three minutes left or so in the game uh, after the uh, pass to uh, Jonathan Burns for the the fifteen yard touchdown made it really interesting right there. So, kind of walk us through what happened after the TD. Uh, well, we. Uh... We, tr- we attempted the onside kick after the touchdown, um, didn't get it, um, had a big stop on first down um, to make it second. We called a timeout. Um, I believe we got another stop 
And then on third down, um, we got a face mask penalty to give them a first down. Um, and then they, they ran the clock down after that. Yeah, you kind of knew in that situation when you didn't recover the onside kick that you had to hold them to three and out to have some time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, we had to because we only had one timeout left. Um, so if, if it wasn't a three and out, we were, you know, all they needed was one first down and it was going to be over. Yeah. Um, to me, you look at this game, it's it's 13 nothing at halftime, and, and, and coach, you, you go one of two ways. And, um, the the fact that your kids came out with uh, giving yourself a chance to recover an onside kick or or stop stop them on on third down and get the football back to try to score to uh, uh, tie or, or or take a lead send it into overtime whatever give yourself a chance to win that that's all you could do and and a great opportunity uh, last night to see how your kids would answer that challenge. Absolutely, and they, and they did answer it, and, and they came out, you know. And I, cha- like I said, I challenged them at halftime to come out and, make, you know, give us a chance to win. And, and and they came out in the second half, and they played much, much, much better. And and, and they fought their tails off, and, and you know, gave us a chance to win. And and I'm very proud of them for not laying down and not quitting. You know, and, and play a team like Cornwall, it's easy to to just quit because. Those guys are going to be so physical, and they were. They were physical from the first quarter all the way to the last minute. Um, but our guys didn't. You know, they fought their tails off, and <clears throat> I was very proud of that. And, and you know, they gave us a chance to to win the football game, and that, that's all you can ask from them. Well, uh, we we turn our attention, and, and I know you want to win every game, but, Coach, uh, league games are, are very, very important, and uh, you've got another one of those coming up with the Kings Academy. Yep, um, and uh, you know Kings, they're they're a good football team, very good football team. That um, they're going to be tough, um, and you know, adding having to go all the way to Knoxville, um, a little bit further than Knoxville, um, you know, it, it makes that a little tougher too. But you know, our kids, they like you know, all the seniors we've got have, have made this trip and they've played at Kings before, so that helps a little bit. Um, but but we're we're going to have to play a good football game. Um, to, to beat Kings, they're good. They're they're good. They're a good football team. Um, right now, five and one, and and three and one in the league, and you are uh, two and one in in league play. So uh, to say this is this is a, a big one as we get toward the uh, last third of the season. Um, I mean, it, it it is. It's a big game. Oh, it's this is a very big game. Um, you know, especially as far as you know, league goes. Um, you know, if we can get this one, it, it puts us in a in a very good spot to have a good good playoff seat um so so this is this is a very important game for us um and and we need to get it uh by the way seymour is is where they're located and it's um near severeville for those who haven't been uh have you heard anything about how this looks in terms of fans and and being able to go i know in years past on this trip they've kind of made a whole weekend of it i'm sure things are different this time around but uh kind of give the fans out there listening a, a an opportunity to uh, find out whether they can go to the game and et cetera, et cetera here. You know, I, I haven't heard the ticket numbers that they're going to give us or anything like that. Um, I know they are letting fans in. I, I don't, I have not heard, you know, how many or, or, you know, the number that they're letting in, but I do know they are letting fans, fans come to the game. Well, I know that um, they suffered their first loss of the season last night against uh, a friendship Christian team that, 
you beat earlier in the season. So you don't want to start looking and comparing at scores. But um, this is this is a, a really – we've already talked about how to keep saying it's a big game, but it really is. And it's a game that you've got an opportunity to um, – really do a lot of uh, positive things for the play- playoffs down the road. Absolutely. You know, you, this is kind of a, a, a playoff preview, if you will, as far as playing a team that, like, you're going to play in the playoffs. And and this is a tough, you know, it's going to be a tough one, especially on the road. or on, You know, on the road all the way to Knoxville, it makes it, you know, it doesn't matter who you're playing, having to travel that far, it, it makes the game tougher. Um, and they have a pretty good environment over there, if I remember correctly, so that's going to make it tougher. You know, but but our kids are, are pretty resilient and, and they're pretty pretty uh, pretty tough as far as you know they don't let a lot of things bother them. So you know, I, if we'll come out and play well, um, we'll have a chance to beat these guys and, um, and you know and be in a good spot in the region. And, and that's kind of what our goal is this week. What do you? I know it's very early on in this, but uh, what what do you know about the Kings Academy in terms of um, uh, the kind of football they like to play? Uh, well, I know offensively they're going to spread you out. Um, they've got a ton of athletes that they can they can throw it around to. Um, they got a they got a pretty decent couple running backs that, that can run the ball, um, and uh, you know they they, they do what um, what all spread teams do. They put you in, try to get their athletes in space, and, and just let them go. And they do a pretty they do actually do a really good job of that. So something something we haven't really you know played this year somebody who's going to spread you out and put your put their athletes in space so it's going to be an interesting week of practice just kind of going over that and getting ready for that um uh, defensively they they play a, a three three stack and, and they're pretty good at it they, they do a lot of blitzing um with our linebackers so um you know that'll be tough because we haven't played a lot of teams that blitz so there's gonna be a lot of things this week in practice that we're going to go over that we haven't went over yet um to prepare for them but um, like I said, all these guys have played them before and they do the same thing that they've done, you know, in the previous years. So um, hopefully it won't be too much of a of a shock or difference to them. And we can just, uh, you know, we install things and get going. Yeah, but it's it's kind of weird, uh, totally different kind of, uh, of style of football than you've been accustomed to seeing the last few weeks. So it's an important I, week of practice, too. Absolutely. I mean, it is completely different. There's really nothing... <laughs> nothing the same that they do that we've seen yet i mean they're they're they spread you out and and toss it around you know so um very very important week of practice getting getting guys ready and, and getting them you know getting getting them to see the things that they do that that we haven't seen yet so uh talk to us a little bit about how you handle uh, i guess maybe your longest road trip of the year <laughs> you, you you always have some big ones but i would say this is the biggest one how do you handle that and and getting kids there and that kind of thing uh you know we'll t- we'll have two charter buses spreading the kids out you know socially distance them um uh, we usually put an itinerary together on sunday and just get every you know have it have it on paper that way we know you know we're, we're prepared and we know what we're doing on Friday. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the trip to Knoxville was a good, a good warm up trip for this one and everything went pretty smooth. So it'll be very similar to that. I don't think the kid, the kids will be, they'll know what we're doing. They'll know, you know, how to go about things. So, um, I think it'll be, you know, it, it'll be okay as far as the, the travel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything that goes into it, uh, you know, there's X's and O's and football coaching and, and all, but 
putting the schedule together and when are you going to eat? Where, where do you eat? Uh, are they expecting you to be there and, 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 and ready for you? You can't just show up at a place to, you know, so it's, it, there's a lot that goes into that, isn't it? Yeah, oh yeah. Just, just putting the, you know, the itinerary together and, and finding out where you're going to eat, and, you know, when you're going to stop and, and everything. It's just a, it's basically, you know, just, just, it's more than the X's and O's. Like you said, it's just getting things, you know, you have to get things scheduled and, and stuff like that. But well, coach, uh, wish you much success, uh, next, next week as, uh, you head to Seymour to take on the Kings Academy. And, um, I, Appreciate you spending some time with us here this morning. And um, go get them. It's a big week, and good luck to the Cougars. Thank you. All right. B.J. Robertson joining us here on MTCS Cougar Corner, back with a look at uh, the week that was in Cougar country. We'll look at all the fall sports when we continue here on News Radio WGNS Primetime Sports. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. The large majority of our kids are involved in athletics or extracurricular activities, one or the other. And most are doing multiple activities. MTCS President Matt Tiller. And that's a great preparation for life. How many of us in our life are just doing one thing? So a well-rounded student is a huge deal. Invest in your child's future in a Christ-centered environment with many athletic and extracurricular choices. Without a doubt, our students have the opportunity to be involved in multiple activities. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA. Live your best life. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. People love to see us on the schedule when they have a home game because our fans show up. MTCS President Matt Tiller. The way we travel is just phenomenal. Our parents and our community are fully engaged in our school. When we compete, we're trying to do it in a way that honors God. We want to win. We also want to do it in a way that pleases Him. Providing Christian values and academic excellence in a nurturing environment. That's Middle Tennessee Christian School. Invest in the future of your child. Find out more at mtcscougars.org. It's MTCS Cougar Corner, fueled by Chick-fil-A and Donut Country. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at toa.com. On FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at wgnsports.com, and on our iPhone and Android apps. Welcome back to MTCS Cougar Corner here on this Saturday morning. Uh, last Saturday of September, man, wrapping up this uh, September month and rolling on into October. Time to take a look at uh, some things that happened this week in Cougarland, and also looking ahead to uh, next week as well. We're going to talk some volleyball here this morning, and uh, it's been a pretty good week for Troy Berry's volleyball squad. Uh, first of all, last Saturday, two uh, nothing loss to uh, Good Pasture Christian in the uh, championship game against Good Pasture. They went 4-2 uh, and two on the day and took second place in that 16-team event last Saturday. And um, in the uh, results from the 2020 Southern Slam, uh, defeated Tullahoma two sets and Lincoln County uh, two sets there. Also uh, defeated Watertown 2-1. to one. 
and in the uh, semifinals down Columbia Academy 2-0 before falling to uh, good pasture. So pretty good uh, weekend at the Southern Slam last week. And then uh, jumping back into league play, swept Grace Christian Academy to kick off the final week of the regular season. My goodness, how about that? Uh, Hard to believe, isn't it? Um, So uh, Sloan Cantrell in the... uh, Match on Monday against Grace Christian had 21 digs and an assist. Reagan Parker with nine aces, five digs and an assist. Macy Smith with six kills, nine digs, two aces and an assist. Maddie Boyd with six kills, six digs and an assist. Ellie Shirley with 10 assists, a kill and an ace. And Haley Hudson with 10 assists and four digs. That was Monday. Then uh, Tuesday against Providence Christian Academy. Get the season sweep over the Lady Lions. And uh, 3-0, straight set win there as Reagan Atkinson had 11 kills, 2 digs, 2 blocks, and 2 aces in the match. Maddie Boyd, 12 kills, 5 digs, and an assist. Ellie Shirley with 19 assists and 3 aces. It was Macy Smith with 6 kills, 10 digs, 2 aces, or 2 assists, and an ace. And Haley Hudson with 12 assists and 6 digs. Zion Christian. Uh, was the opponent on Thursday and a strong finish in the last match before postseason play, 3-0. The victory over Zion Christian. Maddie Boyd with 13 kills, 5 digs, and 4 aces. Macy Smith with 6 kills and 8 digs. Caroline Smith with 3 kills. Abby Mullins with a couple of kills. Ellie Shirley with 19 assists, a dig, and an ace. And Haley Hudson with 13 assists, one dig, and three aces. Sloan Cantrell with eight digs and three aces. So the regular season ends with a 28-4 and four mark for Troy Berry's Lady Cougar volleyball team and a fine 10-2 and two record in the district. So what is coming up here this week? Uh, district tournament, first round. Uh, begins at MTCS on uh, on Monday, and then uh, in volleyball, that is. Also on Monday, girls varsity soccer will travel to Davidson Academy in Nashville. On Monday at 6 o'clock, middle school soccer will host Thurman Francis, and it's eighth grade night as well for the Lady Cougars in that. On Tuesday, uh, district semifinals. and that'll be in Nashville. Uh, the district tournament for 2020 gets underway. Also on Tuesday, uh, the boys cross country will take on um, opponents in the run for water. That's over in Lebanon. Also Tuesday, middle school football will host Friendship Christian. It's eighth grade night for middle school football on Tuesday. On Wednesday, um, middle school girls and boys tennis in a team tournament here in town. So that's going on on Wednesday. As we turn the calendar to October, uh, on Thursday, the singles tournament for girls and boys middle school will be on Thursday, and um, volleyball play will continue in the district uh, tournament, hopefully in that championship game coming up on Thursday. That's in Nashville. Also uh, on Thursday, girls varsity soccer will take on Cascade down in Wartrace, and Thursday, middle school football will take on Whitworth Buchanan Middle at MTCS. On Friday, as we talked to Coach Robertson about that trip to Seymour and the Kings Academy, a big region game coming up on Friday. And that's a look ahead at what's coming up this week in MTCS land. 
All right, mtcsports.com, your source for schedules, for scores, updates, event previews, you name it. It's right there at mtcsports.com. If it's orange and white, you'll find out about it on mtcsports.com and right here on MTCS Cougar Corner. Well, friends, that's going to do it for our coaches' conversation this morning. Thank you so very much for being with us. Thanks to Coach Robertson for spending some time with us this morning here on Cougar Corner and all of our coaches on the Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Coaches Corner today. I want to thank my co-host for the morning, John Dinkins and Monty Hill Jr. Our producer has been Dalton Barrett. So what's coming up this week on WGNS? So glad you asked. We've got lots of things ahead here for you this week. On WGNS, it's Rick Stockstill Live on Tuesday, 7 o'clock Tuesday night, as the Blue Raiders get ready to host Western Kentucky on the weekend uh, on Saturday. As uh, next Saturday, they will take on Western, and that's a 2.30 airtime on WGNS. It's homecoming for the Blue Raiders as well this weekend. We get to some uh, Braves National League wildcard postseason play this week as well on Wednesday and Thursday. Thursday night, we have Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees, talking high school and college football, and uh, plus lots of other stuff coming up on Thursday night. Friday night on WGNS, it's Blackman at Oakland on State Farm Prep Football. That's coming up on Friday here on WGNS with a 6 o'clock airtime with Murphy's Matchup, 6.30, the Primetime Sports Countdown to Kickoff, sponsored by the Law Offices of John Day and Kickoff at 7 o'clock. Next Saturday morning, we're right back at it for the Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Coaches Corner and MTCS Cougar Corner. Then we'll take a week off for uh, fall break and uh, get back at it the week after here. So another week of Coaches Conversation next Saturday. Hope you will join us for that, and thanks for joining us here this morning. Have a great weekend, everybody, and we'll see you next week. 